Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome in episode seven of BLT Bets. Shout out to our friends at Points Bet Canada, as always. And episode seven, lucky episode seven, right? You know, like on a slot machine, three sevens. I thought it was lucky 13. But on a slot machine, if you go seven, 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 that's that's what you want, right? Good point. Either of you ever slot machines or VLT guys? More of a blackjack. I've always been more of a table games guy at the casino. I've hit the VLT sometimes, yeah, but not, not a ton. Those things are just... Those things are deadly. Yeah. And see, for me, part of the reason, like I I got a couple of buddies who love a good slot machine and I've just never taken the time to understand it. So for me, like I like knowing what Mm. I'm doing. So like blackjack, I know what I'm doing. Roulette, like I know, like obviously it's a crapshoot, but like I know like what I am doing. Sports betting, I'm aware of the outcomes. And with a slot machine, I'm always just wildly confused by what's happening at all points. Just pressing a button. Yeah. Just sat there pressing a button. At least with like blackjack and stuff, you actually have to think about what you're kind of doing. Yeah. I feel like you have no. But control. maybe the mindless side of it is like the appeal. Like you just sit there and watch the lights go. I don't watch know. See, whenever I think away. of whenever I think of slot machines, I think of there's a Simpsons episode where Marge becomes addicted to gambling, <laughs> <laughs> and Homer has to save her from the depths of Gamblor, which is like the evil gambling god. Uh, well, Gamblor was uh, certainly with me last night. Um, before we talk about the series previews, I'm um, also no bag milk today. Zach stepping. And if you haven't figured that out uh, already, um, I put four plays in our BLT bets community. I saw that perfect sweep because they changed the D'Angelo goal to a Trocheck goal. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I didn't notice. So that. I got my Trocheck point at plus 115. I got my Zibanejad assist at plus 125. You had three of them. Mm-hmm. Chester can easily hit his over for saves, which was a great bet all series. Yes. And will likely be a great bet in the conference finals as well. And then I had Rangers money line. So three of the four were plus money as well. How about that? I was a little iffy last night. Like, I only made two bets. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I wasn't that iffy. I split. I hit the Jordan Stahl shots. Classic. Which, which was one and a half mm. at minus 120. And he'd hit it in, like, I think four or five straight games. So, that just seems like a bit too low of odds. Uh, high of odds, I guess. Uh, so, that was a good one. And then I went with the sneaky Zabinajag goal instead. I uh, got greedy. I did get greedy. He'd been scoring a lot. So I figured, yeah, let the train live a, live a little longer. 
What'd I've you been, have last night? I've been devastated by the Hurricanes all playoffs ah, long. I saw you I've were been just, them, yeah. I've been just devastated by them. I put way too much faith in this Carolina team. I broke even last night on a, in thanks to the D'Angelo power play point. Ah, uh, nice. So that one came through for me. But I lost that was what, on, like plus 240? Uh, 265. Wow. Pretty close. Yeah, it was a juicy number. And then I had Jordan Stahl to get an assist at plus 375, which was Jeez. wild. Didn't hit. Uh, Aho anytime didn't hit Kane's money line didn't hit, but I made my money back on the D'Angelo point, so I, I, I'll take the break even. I did have one other one, courtesy of our friend Frank Saravalli. I went with the Jacob Slavin too. Yeah, because Frank was big on that. He was talking about it. He really hyped me up. So Frank, next time you're in town, there you go. Drinks on Liam. Drinks, yes, with my losses. <laughs> with your losses. <laughs> oh no! So drinks on Frank for yes. uh, for the bad <laughs> advice. Um, I I was a little irritated the other day because I had money on McDavid anytime goal scorer in Game Five against Calgary, mm-hmm. and the book I placed it with does not honor overtime goals, which I feel like. And sense. I just got a bone to pick. Not that I need to really go off on this rant, but if it needs to say regulation goal scorer, yes, hundred percent. You can't like that's false advertising. If it says anytime goal scorer, and I bet on it. And then the player scores a goal at any time and I lose. That makes no sense. The thing that also doesn't make any sense of that one is literally everything else is in effect. Yeah. Shots counting overtime, points, assists, power play points. But damn, if you score a goal, don't you dare think you're getting any money for that thing. It just really makes no ain't sense. happening. Makes no sense. Um, before we get into the uh, the two matchups here in the conference finals, because that's what we're going to be doing today on the show is previewing the conference finals. Um, I want to talk a little futures here. Stanley Cup odds. Do you guys see any value in any of these teams here? So you got the Avs, and this is a courtesy of our friends at Points Bet Canada. You have the Avs as the favorites at plus 120. That doesn't make sense to me. I get, it makes no sense to bet on a team that has to win two rounds against a couple of good teams at plus 120. There's nothing there, but I don't mind the Lightning at plus 220. I, I would say one of the two East teams is where I would place my mm-hmm. money, mostly because of the goaltending. They have the two best goalies in the league right now. Shosturkin is basically dragged York there, right? Like, and it's, we'll get into it a little bit more, I guess, when we talk Rangers and Tampa, but I do think the Rangers have a slight chance of getting out of this series because of Shosturkin. Really? He's so good. Vasilevsky is also very good. That is true. And we'll talk about it a little bit more after, but I I think if I was going to put money on any of the teams... I would go Rangers. So if I'll throw this your way, if you like the Rangers at plus 500, just go bet Igor to win the con Smythe at plus 800. Yeah. Right. That's probably where the value is for sure. Cause who else is going to get on that team? It's, it's like with the lightning too. Like I like the lightning at plus 220. I'm not going to bet on it though. I'm just going to go throw a little bit on Vasilevsky at plus 600 to win the con Smythe. Cause if they win, like Vasilevsky getting the con Smythe, yeah. the narrative is yeah. already kind of being pushed that way. Right. Yeah. I think whoever comes out of that series. Yeah. The, and they win the one of the goalies is getting it for sure. Right. Yeah. So you could bet Vasilevsky and Shesterkin, And as long as an East team wins the cup, like you're very likely cashing on a pretty good payout at either plus 600 or plus 800. Um, for the abs, McKinnon is the con Smythe favorite at plus 300, but I don't know if I love that. Like Which is kind of strange to me a little bit considering he, okay. So we had three goals last series and they all came in one. Yeah. It's not like he's, been like torching the competition but no one has been for the abs really like mccarr and mckinnon yeah. were sick in round one but they were kind of quiet around it's two. interesting that they're the two highest 
best odds, right? Like plus 300 for McKinnon, yeah. plus 500 for McCarr. It's odd that it's not Vasilevsky and probably McDavid. And I'm assuming that's because the odds are on Colorado to win it, so they're more likely to get yeah. to the final. But I don't know. I just don't think the values ever either of them if they go. Like, I feel like it could definitely come down to, like, some random player winning on Colorado if it happened, right? What about, like, like Landeskog? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it could be, like, somebody like him where it's like, yeah, they're on the cusp of the great players off that team, but they just have an unreal yeah. cup finals. I mean, that's kind of the way I see it. Kadri's 30 to 1. Like even even like that's nuts. Like that's that's a hundred percent worth a sprinkle because he's having a great playoffs yeah. too. Five goals, five assists, ten points in ten games. I mean, he's the type of guy that can absolutely turn it on. You look at the regular season; he had twenty eight goals, fifty nine assists, eighty seven points in seventy one games. Like he's that guy that can turn it on yeah. at the right time, right? Uh, Leon Drysaddle is twenty to one to win the Conn Smythe, which like there's a part the pure hockey brain in me is like, hey, if the Oilers win. Like, Dreisaitl was probably their most valuable player against Calgary. He had the most points. He set two records. Yes. So, it's like, good. So, Dreisaitl at 20 to 1, while McDavid is 6.5 to 1, to me is like, damn, like, maybe there's... But I just can't see the writers not giving it to McDavid if the Oilers somehow win the cup, right? It's like the year... What was it? The year Phil Kessel won and Crosby should have won. It was the other way around. Oh, they voted around, it right. for Crosby, and but Kessel, like, Kessel. was clearly the MVP. Yeah, that's yeah. That HBK say, line. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, if the Oilers win the cup, that's what's going to happen. It'll be McDavid. It'll be yeah, McDavid. Yeah, I don't think there's a question about it. I'm curious to see how many first place votes he gets, even if the Oilers don't win the cup. I floated the question to Frank and Jason on the DFO rundown. Will he? He won't get first place votes, but on how many ballots is McDavid if he doesn't even make the final? I mean, how many how many votes do they place? How many players do they? I pick think it's again? three. I is think it it's three? three. Yeah. Oh, he'll be on there. He'll be on. He'll be on ballots for sure. Yeah, I think he'll get some third place votes. Oh, yeah. for sure. As, now, if the Oilers get absolutely pumped by Colorado, no, no chance. But they if they like lose in seven and he yeah. has fourteen points in the series, <laughs> yeah, I would. He would absolutely get some votes. So funny that that's like a possibility. It's like, oh well, what if he gets fifteen points in seven games? <laughs> like, and and no one's like laughing about <laughs> no. it. It's like, oh yeah, no, like that's that's legit. Yeah, he could like, do that. Okay, this is real life. Uh, so let's get into this Oilers Avs series. Um, the Oilers are plus two ten to win it. The Avs are minus two seventy. Uh, really, the only value on the Avs is to take them at minus a game and a half at minus one twenty one. Which, if you liked the Avs to win the Stanley Cup and you were like, "Oh, I'm going to bet on them at plus one twenty," I would just say, like, if we're using a hundred dollars for the sake of math, a hundred on them to win the cup would profit you 120 yeah. versus if you just threw a hundred on them to win the series in a game and a half and then took that money and rolled it over on them to win the cup final, you're coming out ahead of what you would have been before, right? Like they're, yeah. they'll yeah. be favorites, but not like, I don't think they will be minus 270 in, in the Stanley cup final. So you'd be ahead in that regard. Um, but I don't, I'm probably not betting either side to win this series. I don't I'm know how doing that either. I'm I'm sprinkling the Oilers. I, mean, I have okay, fair. I yeah. yeah, you have to. It's plus two twenty. I mean, I think the value is absolutely there. I think this is an Oilers team that actually matches up really well against Colorado. Um, I wrote about it yesterday on OilersNation.com. Like the Oilers' answer here is to beat Darcy Kemper. Kemper's got the worst save percentage of yeah. pretty much any goaltender in the playoffs this year. Sorry, worst high danger save percentage. So if the Oilers can get traffic to the net. And the Oilers have scored 10 more high danger goals for in the playoffs than any other team right now. And that's the interesting part about the Oilers too, is even in the games where they maybe don't put up 
40 shots on goal or something crazy with McDavid and dry They're getting high danger chances. So that's an interesting note you bring up there with Kemper and the high danger save percentage. I think his goals saved above expected or whatever, or above average is like pretty low yeah, down there too. It's pretty low too, right? He's, he's definitely below zero, which is not what you want to see. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think there's a legitimate chance that the Oilers can come out of this playoff series. You look at the regular season. I think the Oilers played him really tight. Um, you know, one Oh and two, they took him to an overtime game, took him to a shootout. Yeah. They, they were tight games. Um, granted, you know, Colorado was missing a couple of guys, but I mean, I don't know. The, this Oilers team is rolling. The Oilers to win the series in seven is plus 650, which I think is a fairly interesting spot if you wanted to back the Oilers as well, thinking it could go the distance. I, I'm just not confident enough in it. What about uh, at points bet? They have series top goal score. McKinnon, McDavid, and Dreisaitl are all plus 500, um, but the guys lower down. Landis Gog at 650, Ranton in 750, Kane 800, Hyman and Kadri both 1100 as well. I don't know if there's anywhere there that I necessarily love just because with all this talent, I think it's a crapshoot. Like, I think, like, anyone could score a hat-trick and then have a two-goal game later in the series, and it's like, yeah, they led the series in goals. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I think, here's my kind of thinking around before I get my picks give my picks. Mm -hmm. So the Oilers have done a really good job in the first two rounds of preventing the other team's star players from taking over games. Yeah. You know, game one against Calgary, sure, could check out a hat trick. But besides that, Kopitar didn't do anything against the Oilers. Gaudreau was quiet. Lindholm was quiet. And again, Kachuk was relatively quiet besides game one. The players that were kind of on top of the Oilers were the secondary guys. Trevor Moore had a good series. Mm -hmm. Backland. So that's why if I was going to make picks for Colorado scorers, I would go Valeteri, what is it? Valeri. Nachushkin. Yeah. Very hard name to say. Plus 1,400 or Kadri at plus 1,100. I just feel like the Oilers have done such a good job of preventing those star guys, Mm -hmm. but not done a good enough job against the secondary guys that I could kind of see that trailing again as the second series. And plus, like, those guys are all great players and they're playing with Miko Rantanen. It's a pretty good second line. Yeah, I think they might be messing with their lines a little bit. I think there's a chance we see Nachushkin up with McKinnon to start. Okay. Which is why one of my bets for this series, I, I found Nachushkin at four for his over-under for points at minus 118. Like, I think that's a pretty good spot there. Yeah. Like, Nachushkin, he's hit that mark in each of the first two series. He had, like, five or six against Nashville, and then he had five against uh, the Blues as well. You know, the the tough part, and this was a lesson I kind of learned in round two, is you when you bet on these props, you're really banking on series going long. Because it's hard, even even if the team wins, for them to hit the marks if it's a four or five game series. Um, but Nashushkin over four points seems like a pretty safe spot from an abs bet. And I think we're all expecting goals, which is yep. quite funny because all three games they played in the regular season hit the under. I'm wrong. One of them was five three or the the six, last three, one six right. three yeah, six yeah. three. So, but it hit but twice. The other right. two went to a shootout and overtime and were incredibly tight. And I think they'll get the reason why. That one game went is because that was the game the Oilers clinched. Yeah, right? that was the Friday night in Edmonton. Yeah, so that went a little nutty there. Maybe a little out of character, I guess, for how Maybe, yeah. the other two games went. But that's kind of where I'm thinking for Colorado. Did you have picks for Colorado, Zach? No, I don't have any right now. I haven't really had a good chance to dive into these. I got some on the Oilers. Yeah. Um, but I mean... Just taking a brief look, Caudry over five and a half at even money. Yeah. Like, I don't hate that there. Um, I don't know. I just have a hard time getting a feel for this Avalanche team. I mean, it was just kind of been a weird playoffs for them, I think. Yeah. 
The payout isn't great on this one, but I found McCarr to outscore Nurse head-to-head at minus 154. That's, that's, that's like good. Nurse doesn't play on the power play. He's not a point-producing yeah. guy. McCarr is. Yeah, that's that's kind of like that Kane and Kachuk one we were talking about. In this yeah, round. where after game one, yeah, it would have been like, God, shit. Idiots. <laughs> but yeah, but. like... McCarr, like people keep saying he's slightly hurt, right? But also, yeah. like, they've had a bit of a break now, a few days. I just that seems kind of easy peasy to me. Okay, how about right? this for like a weird series prop to score one point in every game of the series? Yes, for Connor McDavid is plus one sixty five. Okay. Like he, they could shut him down once. They could. McDavid has only not scored a point in one game this playoffs. And it's when LA shut him up. And it's when LA, yeah, didn't allow anybody to yeah. score a point. You know what I actually like with better value? Dry settled the same prop at plus 375. Oh, yeah. You probably got to hit that. I hit that. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that to me is where the value is on that one. Right, that because ridiculous. It, it is right. <laughs> yeah, because it's the same thing. They have the, they have an equal amount of points. I'm pretty sure Dry Settle's got points in every single game. Seventeen points in five games against Calgary, for God's sake. I mean, he plays with McDavid in all yeah. situations. I mean that that to me is where the the real money is. That's a great find. Now the question for me is just how much do I want to put on this? Because I I love that. Like plus like even like it's that's not a lock to hit, but it. For plus three seventy five, I mean, that's, come that's on! Huge. That's and the thing huge. is, what is it for? No, uh, six. Yeah, minus six sixty seven. What? That doesn't. That's make insane. Sense. Like that's that that's like that. That's not right. No, it's not. Uh, switching gears to the Oilers, my favorite prop in this series is a Vander Kane over two and a half goals. It's only minus one forty three, but this guy has hat tricks in the first two rounds. Yeah, he could hit that in one win. Uh, well, my favorite prop actually is him to lead the series in goals. Ah, uh, yeah. At plus 800. He's leading the playoffs in goals right now, is yeah. he not? Yeah. So I love that one. Like three, like you said, like he's done that in one game twice. Yeah. That's, that seems, I'm betting on that. Yeah. And again, I guess we're banking on the, se- I, I think his series will go long. I think so. And like, we said that last time and I think the Oilers really, were you more surprised by the Oilers last series or Calgary? Uh, mm, I'm torn on that. Like, I think the Oilers, the resilience the Oilers showed kind of like surprised me. Like the way they just would go down and then be like, ah, fuck it. We're getting this one back. And like, they would just do it every single time was wild. And the way they didn't crumble after some bad moments. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Calgary just being like so flat and at times uninterested was weird. And you're not getting that with Colorado. I think Colorado is a very motivated group at this point to, to get over the final hump here. I think so too. What do you think? Yeah, I'll agree with that for sure. I mean, I think Calgary surprised me more in the sense that you're right, Tyler. They didn't really seem to care. Mm -hmm. Um, Daryl Sutter got out coached by Jay Woodcroft in that series pretty handedly. Um, I I think there's a lot of reason too to be surprised by the Oilers. And I think this is a series where I really think, like I said before, I think this series can go either way. I really do. Um, I think the Oilers match up well against Colorado. And I think there's spots on this avalanche team they can exploit. Uh, You know, you look at the Jack Johnson, Josh Madsen pairing. They've had some struggles. You know, their other pairing on the back end, too, of uh, Bowen Byram and Eric Johnson. I think that's a that's a matchup the Oilers can exploit as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and then up front, I just don't think Colorado's as deep as people say they are. I really don't. I actually think when you look at it, I think the Oilers match up really well. Top six against top six. I mean, that third line uh, listed right now of Burakovsky, Comper, 
uh, Comper and Abu Kubel. Abe Kubel, yeah. Abe Kubel. Who was that, a waiver wire pickup. Yeah. That line doesn't scare me at all. I think the other's third line is better than that line. And the fourth lines, well, they're a wash, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think the Oilers really do match up well. And again, you know, it's goaltending. It's going to come down to goaltending. Yeah. The Andrew Cogliano revenge tour. <laughs> Any prop bets? Are they available anywhere? <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, seeing any available right now. I don't know if I'm sold on uh, Cogliano's chances making a big impact. Granted, now we're going to get to post this clip when he scores like the OT winner in game three or some shit like that. And yeah, where are my Darren Helm props? Yeah. I, I had no idea that guy was still in the league. I did no idea either. Somebody, You know what's hilarious? Yesterday during the... Um, Oilers press conference. Yeah. Somebody literally asked Ken Holland about Darren Helm (laughs) because he brought Darren Helm up in Detroit in like the mid two thousands. I was like, what a random ass question. Like you're asking about like some fourth liner, but like it was hilarious. There was a clip after he scored Uh, that game winner in game. It was game six. Yeah. mm -hmm. And then it showed one from, I think the 2009 Detroit Red Wings run where he also scored the game winner like really late. Like, man, this guy has just been around in the bottom six forever. Like, but not just, even really one of those guys. Like, sometimes when you get those journeymen, it's like, oh, yeah, they've played for, like, 48 different teams. <laughs> but, like, who's like, he even played for? I think like, just Detroit and St. Louis. Yeah, it's literally. Oh, sorry, Colorado. It's just Detroit and Colorado. And this dude's just been grinding it out on fourth lines since 07. <laughs> I respect that a lot. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He must be, like, the best locker room guy. Yeah. <laughs> guys must love him. St. Andrews, Manitoba boy. I've always said they produce good fourth liners yep. from St. Andrews, Manitoba. They have tons. Uh, okay, so my plays in this series. I'm only going player props. I got Nishushkin over four points. Makar to have more points than Nurse at minus 154. Kane over two and a half goals at minus 143. Dreisaitl over four and a half assists, I think is a good spot, mm-hmm. considering he had 11 in the last three games. <laughs> and uh, Dreisaitl point in every game plus 375. Those are my uh, Western Conference Finals props. I only have a couple, so I'll jump in quick. Um, six games. I'm just mm. going to hit that one again, plus 200. Um, this one isn't available because it's a game-to-game. But until Drysaddle proves me wrong, I will continue to hit his prop. Shots or point over one and a half points? Is plus money, whatever. I, yeah. I haven't even looked what it is today, but I'm assuming it'll work. Um, King goals plus 800 to lead the series in goals plus 800. And I think I'll go with... Um, Dry Settles plus 145 tonight, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Bank on that one. Uh, Kadri plus 1100 is kind of where I'll, yeah. I'll play between one of those two. All right. Zach? Yeah, I'm basically only on the Oilers side here. Like, I just don't have a good enough feel for this Colorado team, to be honest. Um, I'm taking the Oilers outright at plus 220. McDavid over nine and a half points. Dreisaitl over eight and a half points. Hyman over four and a half points. And Bouchard over two and a half and then dry saddle points in every game. I've been riding the Hyman and Bouchard props in each series, and it's come up big for me so far. So I'm just going to kind of keep going back to the well on that one. Same thing with right. McDavid. Um, his point total is only one point higher than it was in the first two series. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of interesting. And dry saddles, uh, same thing. He went up from seven and a half to eight and a half. So yeah. I also um, had a Hyman on my list to lead the series in goals, which was plus 1100. I, I kind of like that one too. I don't know if he's going to score in every single game again, but he's around, right? Like he just seems like one of those guys who's just going to find a way, you know, no matter yeah. what he needs to do. So th- that's where I'll go. And then 
Shall we jump into the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, so the Rangers are favorites, but not as heavy favorites as the Avs are. Ranger, or sorry, the Lightning are minus 180. Uh, the Rangers are plus 150. They're dogs. Um, if you want the Lightning in six games or earlier, that's paying out even money in this one. I, I, so here's where I'm torn. So at the beginning of the playoffs for Daily Faceoff, uh, my bracket was ending with a Colorado Rangers final. That was my duo. And now we're at the point where I'm sitting here going like, I think the Lightning are going to win. But I can't back down from my take from the beginning. That would make me a coward. And That's same thing true. with the other one. I think Edmonton can win this series in six or seven games. But I can't back down off my cup pick in my bracket. So I'm just all in a pretzel right now. I don't know who's fucking winning. Okay, here's my thing on the Rangers. I have two takes, one from each team. Okay. The New York Rangers have faced one starting goaltender this playoffs. And he was injured. Yeah, it was one Jari. game of injured Tristan Jarry. Yeah, that's the only time they face the legit starter. Granted, I think Rantanen is a very good goaltender and probably good enough to be a star in this yeah, league. Yeah, is good. He just played a lot, and I think it just became too much. And then you look at Tampa Bay, and it's like, okay, your leading goal scorers are Ross Colton and Corey Perry. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to face Igor Shosturkin. Yeah. Okay, now that really puts me in a bit of a pretzel where I'm going to put my thing. I think you've got to keep riding Tampa Bay because they're Tampa Bay. They're, everyone said, oh, they're too tired. They're not going to get, they're not going to make it out of the first round against Toronto. Well, I didn't, and I kept betting on them, and I kept winning. And now here we are in the Eastern Conference Finals, and my pick for this one is Tampa in six. Okay. I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, like, it like, makes sense. And you're right. Like, the Rangers, who they faced? Louis, De, or like, Casey DeSmith, who had a cramp. That was weird. Yeah. Louis, Louis Domingue, Domingue and... Jari, and then Ranta, Ranta and, and Ketchkov or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, the other guy. So they faced five goalies. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like, Pittsburgh missed Crosby for that last game. Yeah. They're kind of lucky to get out the first game. round, to be honest. Carolina just couldn't win a game on the road, which was the strangest thing. So what, didn't you tweet they were one of the best road teams in the regular season? They were legitimately top three points percentage teams on the road <laughs> all season long. The Rangers? And, uh, the the Hurricanes. Oh, the Hurricanes. And oh, they, wow. They couldn't, they couldn't win a single game on the road in the playoffs. Stunning. And the thing is, too, when you watched it, it didn't even look like they were going to come close to oh. winning the game. Yeah, they, they got, got smoked every time. It's weird. I couldn't believe it. Like, they... I remember the show, the Daily Face-Off Live show after game two against Boston. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody thought they were just going to get swept. So like Boston was going to be done. Yeah. And it went to seven. And then yeah. the same thing happened with the Rangers. Like I just, maybe I'm undervaluing the way the Rangers were resilient and they're 5-0 and in elimination games and Shosturkin's been unreal. Mm-hmm. But I just don't believe in them anymore. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I've believed in the Rangers. I've picked them to get to this point. Like I said earlier, I picked them to go to the cup final, but it's tough to imagine them winning four times against this Tampa Bay yeah, team. Yeah. And that's my thing. I just, I think they're a good team. I think they're deep. I just think they seem like one of those teams who just isn't ready yet. And he's just relying too much on the goalie. Like those old Justin Trudeau commercials. He's yes, just not just ready. Not ready. Nice <laughs> Look hair, at his though. hair. Yeah, nice hair. Though. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of got to agree with you, Liam. I just don't buy this Rangers team, which is weird because a daily faceoff in our midseason of awards, I picked Gerard Gallant as my um, Jack Adams trophy winner, and I got lit up for it, funny enough. Um, but that 
I mean, but he's I been mean, a, he's done yeah, a great job. He's done a great team. job, but again, yeah. I. I just haven't bought them at all um, into the playoffs here. And again, it's just Tampa. I just have a hard time betting against them. Yeah. I took them outright before the playoffs started at plus 1,100. I took them outright against the Leafs. I took them outright against the Panthers. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, this Lightning team dispatched a good Florida team. A historic in, Florida team. Yeah, yeah. historic Florida team in four games. And they didn't even really make it look close at all. I think the only reason this series won't be four is because of Shusterkin. I absolutely agree. Also, something to throw in the mix of this, the Rangers are the home team. Yeah. The Rangers have home ice, which mm. is interesting. I never even, for some reason, I just never even considered it. I just assumed Tampa Bay was better, but the Rangers was like push Carolina to the end. The first two win. games are huge. Yeah, yes. In MSG, the Lightning haven't played in what, eight days or some shit like that? And they had to wait Right until the end to know who they were playing. Yep. So it's not like they've had tons of time to game plan exactly against the Rangers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that's a lot of time off. But maybe good for Tampa. To allow them to rest. I don't yeah. think they're getting Braden Point back. Something no. that's interesting though, because I was thinking like, oh, maybe the Rangers in, in the first game are worth a bet. You know, you're mm-hmm. feeling good. You're riding that big high. The Lightning have to come to you. MSG's rocking. You're in that rhythm and you're not quite maybe worn down like you may be later in the series. Also, Vashilevsky historically is way better later in the series than he is early. So what's interesting is the Rangers are only plus 110 on the money line in game one. That feels off to me considering they're yeah. like plus 160 to win the series. Same thing with the Oilers who are plus 210, plus 220 to win the series, but plus 165 in game one. It's interesting how the books maybe think there's a chance these underdogs snipe one early in the early. series. Yeah, and I guess that happened in the first series for the Oilers. Yep. They lost to LA in the first game. And then sometimes I guess you maybe you just need that wake up call yeah. to go into it. Do you think? Do you think then the Rangers will take game one? I think it's certainly possible. And I think if they want to have any hope in this series, they have to win probably both at home. Yeah. Like if it's one, one going back to Tampa, it's like, Ooh, I don't like their chances at all. If it's two Oh going back to Tampa, then it's kind of like, all right, giddy up. Cause we're, we're going to have a series here. Wasn't there a thing to where the Rangers going into last night had only won once on the road. Yeah. It was one time. Yeah. So like Carolina was being criticized heavily, but it's not like the Rangers had done much either. Which is why you can't be down, or you can't be 1-1 going back to Tampa, because then you're pretty much just punching your ticket to being down 3-1, I think. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. Like, I look at Shesterkin, obviously, as being the X factor in this series for the Rangers. Um, Again, I look back to the first round series for the Rangers against uh, Pittsburgh, and they made Shesterkin look like a normal goaltender, yeah, right? Like, I mean, they put up over three goals in six of seven games. They put four past him twice, and they even racked up six goals against him in one game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that Carolina didn't play to their standard, and I think a lot of their offensive weapons really dried up. And, you know, Shesterkin had a 949 save percentage. It wasn't for lack of chances. I mean, Colorado pumped him with shots pretty much every single game. Um, and just couldn't beat them. And again, I just look at this Tampa Bay team. It's like I've always said, I just, I'm not ready to bet against a team that's been there and done that successfully in the playoffs before. Um, I just think Tampa Bay is too, too experienced and too good, honestly, to, to fall in this series. And, 
You look at a lot of the players that Tampa's had, like guys like Kucherov have had a quiet playoff so far. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that's not going to last. Mm-hmm. Ross Colton, and, and as you mentioned, Ross Colton and Corey Perry leading the way in scoring for Tampa. Like, that just seems so weird. Yeah. But again, it shows that, you know, their depth is coming up big for them. And, you know, now might be the time where their their stars really start to take over. So let's get into the props. The reason I'm struggling with the props in this series is because I'm looking at, at a site here where... Pretty much everyone, Hedman, Fox, Lafreniere, Killorn, Panarin, even Kreider's only at two, and everyone else is at one or one and a half. Like, Philip Cheadle had a good series. He's set at one. Vetrana, one. And I feel like you can talk yourself into so many of these. Mm-hmm. It's so enticing to see a prop at one for a best-of-seven series. But I just think we're going to be in for so many, like, 2-1, 3-1 games that yeah. it's like, yeah, no, a lot of these guys will not score a goal That's, in the series. Even when they played... Tampa played Florida. They weren't blowout games. No. Nope. One of them was 2-1 when Colton scored with literally a second left. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, that's why I was a little unsure what to do with a prop bets too on this one. I just think, like you said, it's going to be so, so tight. These are literally the two best goalies in the league. Yeah. Uh, how's anyone going to score? Like, the reason, like, Carolina, like you said, their stars didn't show up. It's not like they're not there. Yeah. You know, Aho's a really good player, Shvechnikov, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't, couldn't score him when they really needed to because yeah. they, you know, it's going to be so tight. Like I don't know how many prop bets I would even place on this one. So the one I do like is Kucherov over two and a half goals at minus one eighteen. I think a spot you like it, Zach. Yeah, yeah I'm already on that one actually. Yeah. That's that's like I said, it just feels like a good rebound spot for Kucherov yep. as a player. Um, and then I, I, I want to pick one of these guys who are set at one. Killorn doesn't have a goal yet in the playoffs. I feel like he's probably due. But again, I'm not sold on him being able to get to Nick Paul playing on that second line is I tempting. about him, too. I thought about him with because we know like brain points not going to be here to start. Nick Paul has two goals in 11 games so far in the playoffs. Like, not great by any means, but, like, if he scores one, you're getting a push. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going Nick Paul over one goal. I'm in. That took a lot of convincing. Yep, you guys (laughs) talked me into it. There you go. What are you doing? What are your... I'm only doing two, Kucherov and Paul. That's all I got for this series. Okay, so I only have one, and it's Kucherov to lead the series in goals. Okay. Plus 1,000. He was, like... 10 to 1 is pretty good. I couldn't believe how low down he was. Like, let me pull up the thing right here. I moved it on. So he was, he's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th on the list. Panarin, Kopp, Points, Abinajeb, Stamkos, and Kreider are all ahead of him. Wow. I couldn't believe that. He had two goals last series, and he's yeah. also Nikita Kucherov. Yeah. Yeah, like he is Nikita <laughs> like, Kucherov. He's probably the best offensive player in this series. Why is he kind of being so undervalued i'm not sure but Braden points higher than him and he might miss games in this series likely might what is he gonna play do we know i, I don't think I, so yeah exactly he's plus 800 on the list still like i would jump on kucherov before it's too late yeah i'm on i'm on kucherov over two and a half goals i'm on tampa to win the series four two huh? i think that's the one that you took yes. as well yes i like i like that one there I wish there was some props on this one site for Anthony Sorelli playing top line minutes besides yeah. Stamkos and Kucherov. That's weird. I mean, if there was a point total there of like three and a half or four and a half, like I'd love to jump on that one. Even even to go like over a goal or something like that. Yeah. Um, there's not really a lot. Like we've kind of said here, this is going to be a, such a tough series to get a read on. Um, I just don't know where to go. I mean, 
It's it's going to be a strange one. I just I don't know where to go with it, and I just can't trust any of these really. So I think I'm just going to be on the two. Just Tampa to Tampa to win the series four two and Kucherov over two and a half goals. All right. If you wanted to jump on uh, Tampa Bay's two leading scorers in the playoffs, Ross Colton is plus three thousand, and Corey Perry is also plus three thousand. All right. Well, also, that'll be interesting. Victor Hedman. Is thirty plus thirty five? They spelled his name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one site I'm looking at has lightning spelled wrong. Oh no! <laughs> <Spelled> <laughs> that is, I don't even know how to pronounce it. L i h g t n i n g. Lightning. Lightning. Oh boy, that's that's a tough. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's yeah. life. Uh, tonight, though, game to game wise, I like the Mike Smith save prop tonight over thirty two and a half. I think the Abs are going to be fired up to just pepper them with rubber in this game. I love Drysaddle over one and a half points as well, and I think those might be my only two plays unless there's an individual player shot prop I like. Team shots on goal for the game sixty eight and a half. I'm hitting that too. Actually, how do you think the Oilers are going to come out? I think that's a big question, right? Like it's a big they, question. Like. If they come out kind of guns blazing, I like a lot of the shot props. Like yep. Evander Kane, three and a half is probably a decent one. Like I believe Nugent Hopkins was hitting a little bit better towards the end of the series against Calgary. So he had the like, one monster game where he had like six shots. Yeah, like plus 120 for him to go over three and a half. Um, it's kind of, I always find it the most difficult to do shot props in game one. Yeah, just because I think you need a, an idea of how the series is going to go. Barry, not the best value, but minus one sixty for two shots. Like he's on the power play, you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just tee him up for there. He's actually been doing pretty well at getting shots through in the playoffs. I've thought. Yeah. Um, there's a couple I would like on the Oilers game tonight, and then Drysaddle to get his two points is good and. Honestly, Nachushkin, like we spoke about, if he does play with McKinnon, minus 140 to grab a point isn't bad. And also, Terry Lekkonen, even money to get a point. Yeah. He's been playing on that top line too. If he's not on the top line, he's in the top six. And I think he could chip in, definitely. If uh, if you don't follow along in our uh, Twitter community, go find it at BLT Bets. Liam's always posting links to it. I'm retweeting them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check it out. And we're always dropping our plays game to game in there. Uh, shout out to our friends at Points Bet Canada. And Zach, thanks for uh, filling in again this week. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. This will be another wrap for another episode of BLT Bets. We'll be back a little bit later on, probably halfway through the series, to talk about all things hockey and uh, whatever else pops into our head. Enjoy the conference finals. 